0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man,
1: JC, John Coleman. Dio, what's poppin'? And everything, man. Everything.
0: everything. Yeah, now you know what's going to be popping is this bottle right here. Uh, I, are you, you going to open it? Nope. Mm. That bottle was a gift gifted to me, I think two going on three years ago. Really? I'm just going to let it just just, just sit.
1: Forever? Maybe is it going to age well? Or is it going uh, to open? It and it's going like, to ferment?
0: Maybe, maybe like we do some like listener giveaway. Oh, right, what? like like maybe when we hit certain amount of followers on IG Excellent. or certain amount of like subscribers on YouTube or we run a contest and maybe we'll just start gifting stuff away. Okay. just don't touch my UCF helmets. Do not. Although, after mm-hmm. flying to Louisville and having an exceptional time in that city.
1: The nasty natty.
0: What a terrible buzzkill mm. to watch your beloved
1: UCF, UCF Knights
0: lose the game with 25 seconds left. You know what happens to the best of them, do It happens. You know what sucks too? Is like I'm not a good enough fan at this point where I can like stomach those losses. Like, I just can't. I've not read enough self-help books. <laughs> I have not done the 75 Hard Challenge enough times right. that I can calm those emotions. Mm. I'm going to try to. I understand that I make it very difficult for everyone around me mm. when I'm turning into Grumpy Bear. Mm. But, yeah, man, it sucks. And then it took a freaking hour to find an Uber to get, to get back you know to the hotel. Happens, man. I'm like, I just want to crawl up in a fetal position and suck my thumb and cry myself to sleep. <laughs> Uh, and the whole freaking weekend was amazing. Right. Like, it was, we went to Churchill Downs. We bet on some ponies. What? I lost some money. There you go. That's per that's usual when I go time. gambling. good time. But did I have a good time? Did you have a good I time? I had a great time. Yeah, I, I drank some mint juleps because I was at Churchill Downs, and that's what you're supposed to do. Okay. Um, yeah, we went to a really cool brewery. Like, we did some cool stuff. Yeah. Went, ended up in Cincinnati. One of the best
1: DJs. I know. you I just heard you.
0: Yeah. Well, I said it on a previous episode. I know, I know but... <laughs> But now I was talking about Louisville. and I'm talking about Cincinnati. This DJ, though, y'all got to go to – well, 10 Roof in Nashville is legit. Like, that's, I think, the original 10 Roof. Orlando has one. It's at mm-hmm. this 10 Roof we stumbled into after a baseball game. Dodgers beat the Reds. My buddy Eric was happy. We're kind of tired. We're kind of sweaty. Wanted to go back to the hotel and shower and change. But And I was like, hey. Uh, 10 roofs right there. They got music and they got the football games on. Like, you know, Austin State was playing, yeah. Cincinnati was playing, Florida, Alabama was getting to come on. So let's go in there. And he was kind of like looking at the girls, like, should we, should we not? Then I could hear the Humpty dance. Well, I know that's his jam. Mm-hmm. Been friends with Eric for 10 years now. I go, hey, they're playing your song, though. Got to go in for at least one That's drink. That's a, an omen. Mm-hmm. We walked in there at 5.30 to get a drink. Didn't leave till. 10.30. Lies. 10.30. Yep. <laughs> DJ stopped playing at like. Uh, nine mm-hmm. live band came on at 9 30. Mm-hmm. Live band was eh, they were playing music I like, so we stayed, but eh. But that DJ, yeah, on point. So, shout out to the 10 roof in Cincinnati, Ohio. I don't know who that DJ was. Maybe one of our listeners who is in Cincinnati could go figure that out. Yeah, we'll get him to uh, give him a shout out. Oh, I would love to. I actually said to my wife, like, how much would we have to pay him to come, like, do a house we'll
1: party? We'll find a way to make it happen.
0: Well, we may. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, sorry, kids. You're not getting braces for your teeth, but I got good I got, news. I got this
1: fire DJ coming for <laughs> one performance only.
0: Yes, this guy could mix it all. He even mixed in Mariah Carey Christmas all music. All I want for Christmas is you? Yes. I know.
1: That's a, a banger. It's an all-time banger. It is a banger, but this guy did it with Dolly Parton,
0: then Leonard Skinner, then he threw in Two Life Crew. Wow, that's talent. Yeah, then my wife looked at me like, you know music like that? I'm like, babe, how long yeah. have you known me for? Like, of course live. I know two live crew. All the ranch shit. She just tuned you out when you get into that mode. She does. I know. Yeah, the problem is she gets in the car with me and our two teenagers and we throw in the baby. And then you just, and then or Megan. And then she just or Nikki. Or Cardi. Window, just boom. like The yes. windows
1: aren't tinted enough.
0: Yes. That's the side <laughs> of Dio that people don't get to see necessarily. They always yeah. see like the buttoned up. Not I'll put my hat
1: and glasses on for this episode. You know why? Because today's episode is why you need to just stay your ass in school. Yes. Go to school. Go to school. Go to school. Yes.
0: Yeah, go to school. So we're going to freestyle this a little bit. Okay. Because I was very excited Mm -hmm. when I got home last night, although I'm still a little bit mentally and emotionally hungover from my weekend, right? Mm So, what I was excited about, and like we're like three or four days past me getting home, and I'm still like, uh, <laughs> but no, what I was excited about is I had a viewer, listener. What do, you, what do we call them? I guess if you're on T- YouTube, t-loppers. you're a viewer. I call them T They're T Loppers. Yeah. But if you're viewing us, it's because you're on YouTube. Yeah. If you're listening to us, it's because you found us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I, I sometimes call them viewers, sometimes call them listeners, They're but both. people who like what we do when they tune in. How yes. about that? And, um, I think he had a baby originally hit me up on IG mm-hmm. and look, the easiest way to get a hold of me is LinkedIn. Yeah. I, I promise you I'm on that more than I am IG because JC and I share, uh, the, the IG account yep. and Facebook we, we love, but we probably don't message as much on Facebook as we do anywhere close to LinkedIn yeah. and nowhere close okay. to what we do on, on IG. Yeah. And i must have said to him like hey just hit me up uh, at the office i saw he's a local kid uh he had had a quick question and look if you have the balls to reach out Mm -hmm. then i have 10 minutes for you Mm -hmm. until i don't Mm -hmm. right if too many people heard that and then like there's only 10 minutes times how many people calling in but no it's it's not that many right one or two a day cool Mm -hmm. so he reached out except for this was happening i was leaving the gym and I forgot that I still had forwarded all of my calls from the week prior. Like, the week prior, I was three nights up in Wisconsin for work. Like, mm. that's where our home office is for, for Waterstone Mortgage. And then two nights of personal time where I, I left to, to go spend time in Louisville and Cincinnati. And I forgot that I would forwarded my, my calls. Mm. So I see the phone ringing. And I don't know, it's 530, 6 o'clock. I'm leaving the gym. And I just kind of pick it up. Honestly, thought it was a, a solicitor. Mm-hmm. I was like, hello. And it was this young professional.
1: Okay,
0: He is going to be the motive of today's episode. Okay. Because I actually, impromptu, without much thought, gave him some pretty awesome advice. Okay. Now I'm thinking if he needed that, how many others are tuned in may need it, or they may have younger siblings who need it, or they may have children who need it. Probably somebody. So this is one of these episodes, hey, teachers, high school teachers out there, coaches, Mm -hmm. parents, college students, like this episode is going to be very much for you we're not going to geek out on mortgages we're not going to geek geek out on 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 personal budget right we're going to geek out on the benefits of staying in school Mm. so here's the scope and i won't use names and i'll try to stay away from geographic locations but this person calls in i find out he's 19 years old by the way doesn't sound it uber mature on Mm. the phone Great presence, right? Wasn't stumbling and bumbling. Like, I've interviewed some 23, 24-year-olds. Nah, 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 nah. Yes. I'm like, how do you get dressed at night? <laughs> like, how do you, like, keep your shit together? Yeah. You can't even hold a conversation with an adult. Yeah. Right? And then we have those others that they try really hard to still be respectful, and they want to call you, like, Mr. John and me, Mr. Mr. Dun- Owen. Like, stop. Yes. If you want me to respect you as an adult and as a professional, my name is Dustin. I prefer to be called Dio if you're my friend. Dustin's an easy way to go. So that way you don't have to guess whether or not we're friends. If you call me Mr. Owen, I'm going to accept that, but then I'm going to ask you to, Hey, please call me Dustin. Just call me Dustin. Just call me Dustin. Okay. And, but the minute you start calling me Mr. Dustin or him, Mr. John, uh-uh. mm-hmm. you're not acting like an adult and you're not winning anything over. In fact, I'm kind of devaluing you as a professional. Right. This young man, he reaches out. He could have been 29, 39 or 19 because he was that comfortable and that mature on the phone. Okay. And he basically was wanting to know, like, I think I like the mortgage industry. He was introduced to it by finding the podcast somehow. Okay. And he's like, I've been working for a large insurance agency or, or a national agency that you can own a franchise with. And I'm like, well, are you working for him? Like, you're doing admin work or reception work? He's like, no. Like, I went and got licensed. Hmm. He's licensed to sell auto, life, and homeowners. At 19? At 19. Okay. I'm like, okay. He's like, but... I think I like the mortgage industry, and I don't know which way to go. And I, when I got from talking to him, I'm like, well, first, let's start with this. There's no right or wrong. You can do insurance until you're tired of doing insurance, mm-hmm. and then you can parlay that experience and those contacts into the mortgage industry. Correct. I don't think he knew that. I think he thought at 19 years old, if I say I'm gonna be an insurance agent, that's what I'm doing the next 40 years. I'm locked in for life. Yeah, I'm like, no, no. You can do insurance for two, three, four years. You'll learn valuable skills. You'll make some money. In this case, maybe create a, a database of clients, mm-hmm. a database of referral sources. It's an easy transition to go from selling insurance to selling mortgages. He's like, well, where I'm at now, my boss does both. And I'm like, well, I'm not a big fan of that.
1: Hmm.
0: He does both mortgages and he does insurance. Hmm. I'm like, look, pick one and be great at it. Right. Don't, don't try to be good or or half-ass everything to try to make a little bit of money here, a little bit of money there. Mm-hmm. Like you can be a great insurance agent and then focus on scaling and open up your second agency or your third agency. At least that's what I'm going to do in insurance. But as we got talking, I'm like, well, why, why, why are you working? You know, like what, what's your motive? And I didn't know, like like maybe this kid and this happens in life and you and I both know people and grew up with people that, that this, this was their life. Like maybe mom or dad's not in the picture. And the other parent that is, isn't much of an adult. Maybe Mm -hmm. they have substance abuse issues. um, And this may be the oldest child. So at 19, he may have two or three right. younger siblings that honestly, someone has to pay the bills and someone has to be the adult and not by choice, but just by life, right. he has to do this. Mm-hmm. That's not his case. I'm like, all right. Because if it was, it was, was going to be different, different situation. Yeah. different situation. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, man, but you know, I talked to my, to my boss, the guy who owns the insurance agency, and he was like, you don't need a degree. I'm like, you don't. I have many friends that make two, three, four hundred grand a year Mm -hmm. in sales, whether they're selling cars, they're selling IT, they're selling mortgages, they're selling real estate, Mm -hmm. who do not have a four year degree. But I asked them this I said, You sell insurance for a living. I have insurance as a consumer. I don't enjoy writing a $7,000 check every single year for disability insurance. Mm -hmm. But you know what? If and when I ever became disabled, I love knowing. That my family is going to receive $15,000 a month every single month so that we can maintain our lifestyle, right? Like, I, I don't like writing that check. For you to go to college at a minimum as an insurance salesperson, this is your insurance policy. It doesn't mean you're any smarter than anybody. It doesn't mean you're going to make any more money, that you're a better person. All it means is that certain employers throughout your lifetime are gonna require it. It shows them that you could accomplish something. Mm -hmm. So we started talking some more and I realized that not only is he 19, he's like just turned 19. Like he just graduated from college in May of 2020. Damn, he's fresh. Very fresh. And he dual enrolled. Well, when you told me you dual enrolled, that means you are already college bound, Mm -hmm. right? You're already college bound. Cause I'm not a big fan of going to get a college degree to go get one, especially if it's for, from a for-profit institution. Mm-hmm. Like a Mount Everest University that's going to charge you thirty thousand dollars a year, mm. and you're not going to gain much experiences. Like that's one hundred twenty thousand dollars that I don't think is best right. best spent for most people. Now look, a lot of professions do need formal training. Right, doctors, yeah, I would hope right, so. I would hope engineers, so. uh, certain types of therapists, mm-hmm. but many professions don't, and it's just that it's a it's a insurance policy. Mm-hmm. But as I started talking to him, I said, but don't just go get the insurance policy to get one. Like, meaning, don't go spend a bunch of money. Whatever state you're in, right, mm-hmm. whether you're in Georgia, South Carolina, there are state California, there are state schools that you can go to that have state tuition for that's mm-hmm. much less expensive.
1: Right.
0: So I found he's due enrolled. Found out he's in Florida. I'll give that away. So he's in Florida. But what I wanted to explain to him, and this is really the message that I got that I wasn't prepared for, But I started reflecting on me 21 years ago when I was in college. It's like, but why was I there? And I didn't go away to school. I lived at home with mom and dad because my mom said, look, if you live here, I won't charge you rent and I'll still buy your groceries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they still paid for, for my, my car insurance. You know, I was like, that's a win. She goes, if you move up to Tallahassee and go to Florida state, which is what I wanted to do, do you you now have to pay for your own food and you now have to pay for your own housing.
1: Mm.
0: So I was like, oh, okay. And in my neighborhood, my, my neighborhood and my, my group of friends wasn't like the most college-bound group of friends. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like I had a whole bunch of, like, my, my boys that were all going off to college and doing this experience. Mm-hmm. Like, those of us that went to college did the same exact thing. We lived at home with our parents. Mm-hmm. We commuted. And the others didn't. The others went, and they went right into, the, into their careers, right? Whether it was to go work for United Auto Workers, uh, to go uh, learn a, a trade and then open up their own business. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've realized that certain things that I missed out on by not having the full college experience, but I've also been able to recognize all the benefits I've gained because right. I went to college. And it wasn't necessarily the degree or the classes. Now, I did have some really kick-ass classes, yes. And some kick-ass professors, yes.
1: Can't remember none of it, so don't even ask me.
0: It was a great experience. Dr. Morgan, loved. Dr. Stansberry, loved. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Hobart, loved. Like, yeah, there mm. were definitely some some core teachers that still today, I'm like, yeah i learned one or two things in that class the The curriculum nah not really right no not really you know and then there's certain things that taught me that i can do like we had we had this um you got me till totally in a rabbit hole here john but uh the the course was kind of like what they called the weed out course mm-hmm. right so my degree is in advertising public relations in order to get that degree you must take communication law mm. it was known one guy taught it one night a week and it was hard as f oh jesus one of those two-hour classes Damn. But guess what? We all knew what we got ourselves into. We knew what we had to do. And I it forced me to find friends within the class, mm-hmm. create our own study group, and then collectively get together once a week to, to study. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a life skill that I probably otherwise wouldn't have had mm-hmm. uh, had I not gone to college. So back to my advice to this young professional, I said, you have your whole life to be a great insurance agent. You have your whole life to become a great mortgage professional. If you truly are college bound, let me walk you through a couple of things I want you to think about. I want you to finish your AA and I want you to go ahead and finish it where you are now. Living at home, working at the local insurance agency, making some money. Because once I found out he was dual enrolled, he only has like six classes or seven classes he has to take before he has his AA.
1: Okay.
0: So let's let's finish that. I said, but you should be willing to walk away from making money and being a career person to go live the college experience i say the college experience for some it's joining a sorority or a fraternity mm-hmm. others more like me they're gdi goddamn independence right mm-hmm. did, didn't go that route but maybe i leaned into student government maybe i joined a professional organization maybe i played intramural sports what i definitely did is i made sure i was at the bar on on thursday night mm-hmm. and i made sure i was at the football game on saturday night and i didn't miss a a, a basketball game yeah. especially if it was a conference rival right i was involved in my school now I am telling the story like I was, no, this is what I would want for one of my children. I wasn't because I was closer to this guy's path.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: School was number three on my my agenda item. Really? Yeah, I worked 32 hours a week. I had my group of friends that were my group of friends way before I ever thought about going to college. Mm -hmm. And I interned Mm -hmm. and I had a girlfriend. So really school was like fifth. You know, School was like, hey, and it wasn't that bad. I went to four classes every single semester. Four. that's it I went to summer school every year
1: damn
0: every year that was my that, <laughs> that was, was my your, path that was your, yeah right. that was my path yep so I did four nine four mm-hmm. which would which would allow me to do 12 credit hours 12 credit hours well, I guess it was four three four so it was nine credit hours in the summertime but I was still able to graduate in four years because that was my oh, sure. there might have been one semester I did 14 because I had a lab or I did 17 because I had an internship and they gave me like three credit hours for the internship. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for the most part, so this is, this was my advice to this, to this young guy. And this is what I wanted the topic of this conference of this episode to be like, go to school. It's not necessarily about what you're going to learn. It's about who you're going to meet. It's about what you're going to experience. It's about, you don't know who your roommate is and where they come from. Right. You said colleges, especially the larger institutions, is a collection, of all demographics. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew the kids that went to Lyman High School in Longwood, Florida. That's it. Whether they they were hearing impaired or not, whether mm-hmm. they, were, they were black, white, Hispanic, Asian, I knew those people. And for the most part, we pulled from the same socioeconomic. Now, it was a diverse school, mm-hmm. which was good, which I'm very appreciative of, but it wasn't overly diverse because it was still in Central Florida. Mm-hmm. Because it still kind of pulled from the same... Lower middle class to upper middle class mm-hmm. was was the bulk of the students that that went there. No one was super rich, and we didn't have anyone that I knew of that was super poor. Mm-hmm. Okay, at least not a, not not a large percentage of them. Mm-hmm. I went off to college, and I started meeting you know kids from different states, kids from from totally different like socioeconomic mm-hmm. backgrounds, and I started realizing that a I had a way better than I thought I did, mm-hmm. and b I need to think bigger because my friend in this college club's dad does X, Y, and Z. And I didn't know that that was even possible, but now that I know it's possible and I've been exposed to it, Mm -hmm. I want to figure out how I can achieve that. Right. Right. I think that's what college is all about. So for those that are younger tuning in or 19 year olds or 20 year olds, or 21 year olds, like I love the fact that you are eager to go out and start your business, to start your career, start making money, to be fiscally responsible, start, That Hmm. is fantastic. I was you. I was you. I was 19 years old with a 401k and I was buying stock through the the employee Mm -hmm. stock purchase plan. But I didn't leave school for it. I found a way to do it all. Ah, And I think that's the the case. You can do it all. Hmm. Find a way to do
1: it all. Do you think have you has it always when you got into the industry was there always this want from like eighteen and nineteen year olds getting in the industry or is this something of a new anomaly having all these like super young people wanting to get into the mortgage industry? Young people in general love fast and easy. Give me the money,
0: fast and easy. Well, I, I mean, watched I watched this TikTok video. I saw this yeah, YouTube channel. This figures. guy's twenty three. He's making yeah. A lot of that is happening because the past couple of years in the mortgage industry was easy money. Mm. It was easy money. Like, look, if you're getting into that, look, you're going to crash and burn, seen it, done it right. We saw it back in 2004, 2005, you know, we're gonna see it Mm -hmm. again here in 2020, 2021, Uh. but there's some of people who got in for all the wrong reasons in 2003, four and five who are still in it with very successful careers because along the way they matured professionally and personally. Right, but a lot of people are getting into it because they're convinced they can make 10, 20 grand a month and it's gonna be easy. And look, if you do, I almost feel bad for you because it's not easy. It's not, it's not I've been at this for sixteen years, no part of it is easy. Mm-hmm.
1: But yes, a year like last year, it was <laughs> Hold on my cousin made what? Yeah. Doing what? Yeah. Shit, I could do that. Yep. Okay. But no, it is
0: a great it's a great career. It really is. Anything in in financial sales is. Right. I mean life insurance, selling car insurance, uh, homeowner's insurance, becoming a financial advisor, uh, mortgages, real estate, whether it's commercial or, or residential, like it's a great career. And most of it has a minimal barrier of entry. Right. Right. Like I'd ask you, can you be a good person? Do you like helping others? Are you money motivated? Can you self promote? Can you network like crazy? Can you not be an asshole? Like if you can do all those things, I'm sure you can be successful in all those industries, but please no, it's not easy. It'll take you two years to figure out what you're doing, how you're going to do it, and you become somewhat good. It'll take you five years to become an expert. So if you get into it, not whatever it is,
1: not giving it two years, right. do they, don't waste your time. Because you've talked to enough of them on the phone. Do they do they think it's like quick money? Like in the back when you're talking to them, do they think, hey, hey give me two months and I'll make? All it. of us, me included. Whatever you tell me, well, I'm better than that. I'll, I'll cut that time in half.
0: all right No, I love. I love, I love talking to uh, the, the 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 two guys that I mentored out at UCF College of Business are now graduated. Mm. They turned their internships into into career jobs. And I remember talking to one of them. Shout out to Cameron and Cameron is smart as a whip. He's going to be mm. wildly successful at anything he does in life. But the past six months have been humbling for Cameron. Really? Oh, because we talked to him. Theoretically, everything was going to be su- super easy. Oh my God! I did this training. I watched this video. I read this book, and all I have to do is blah 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 blah. Mm. You know, it's kind of like Mike Tyson's uh, famous uh, quote, like everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. (laughs) Like that's what life's going to do. You're going to put together your plan. You're going to walk out. They're going to punch you in the face.
1: Mm.
0: But that's okay. Expect it. Even if you heard me say it and you're like, yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, whatever. At least when you do get punched in the face, it's like an aha moment. (laughs) Ah, that's what he was talking about. So my my aha today to anyone who's thinking about leaving school, if you're a college-bound person, right? Look, if you struggle at school, if you just despise it, if you can't grind it and embrace the suck, take your, your four classes or your twelve credit hours a semester, get C's, B's, and A's, then look, school is not for everybody. I'm the first person to say that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like but for people who are just so hellbent on getting out, and starting a career and, and making money, if you were, if you were college bound, if you feel like you can put in the work consistently for the next two, three or four years that it takes. Please know this. Don't be in such a hurry to grow up in such a hurry to start your business. There is a happy medium. You can do it all. Now, I'm not saying to be 28 years old and live in your mom and dad's basement because <laughs> right. you're driving Uber <laughs> Eats and trying to become a professional video game player. Right. Like at some point, grow the F up. Right. Look, if you want to do that, you still need to maybe move out. Right. That's a humbling experience. Moving out, not having money not being able to pay your bills. It'll, it'll mature you quickly. Mm -hmm. It'll, it'll maybe spark that drive that you didn't know you had, if you put yourself out there. So somewhere between 28 year old living at home with, with mom and dad without any type of career opportunity in mind a career opportunity, boat mechanic, right? HVAC mechanic, um, a a carpenter, Mm -hmm. right? Like a, a, a truck driver. That's a career. Right? So you're 28 years old. I just threw out some careers that weren't financial services Mm -hmm. that didn't require you to go out there and make sales, sales calls and cold calls Mm -hmm. that didn't require you to go have a six year degree because it was an occupational therapist, physical therapist, speech pathologist, engineer, what, what have you. So, but 19, if you're college bound, based on that conversation, my advice, go experience college, go away. Away way doesn't have to be like across the country. Like my kids, like I want to go to UCLA. I'm like, good luck paying for that. <laughs> UCLA super cheap.
1: If, if you you're a California, California. resident right.
0: and if you can get in, cause it's a hard school to get into. Right. But if, if you're in whatever state you're in there, there are schools that you can still go away to. And there's student housing that you can be a part of. And, and life's about experiences, and sometimes you need to experience being roomed up with three other dudes or girls that you didn't otherwise know mm-hmm. and be forced to live with them. Some of your best relationships may come from that. That's Some of your best experiences and worst relationships <laughs> could could come from that, right? And it's not necessarily about that one class, that, that economics 101 or English 4,000. No, it, it was about the experience, mm-hmm. and you're at a point in your life where you're figuring out who you are. Your brain isn't done developing for most adolescent men, especially, right? 19, mine's, 20, mine's still, 21.
1: I, some would argue minus, though. I think your brain dwarfed. <laughs> yes. I think, I think you peaked John Butler. Yeah. 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 Uh,
0: but no, and I think that that was the advice. That there's a half medium. And my suggestion to him is actually, look, let's say he, he goes to whatever state school, FAU, FIU, Florida Gulf Coast, North Florida, West Florida, UCF, mm-hmm. Florida State, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say he goes to, to any state school. He can still possibly work at insurance agency. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Maybe it's just Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Maybe it's just Tuesday, Thursday, right? So maybe he found a way to cover tuition and housing, but he doesn't have enough money for beer, weed and going on spring break. Right. All right, cool. Maybe he wants to continuously work towards a career and he doesn't want to give up on the designations. He just went and and sought and passed. Cool you can find an insurance agency that would more than likely bring you on board mm-hmm. that pay you something, 12, 15, 18 bucks an hour where you don't have to be full time, mm-hmm. but you could work. I, I think most college kids should work 24 hours a, a, a week. Yeah. So work your 24 hours a week, go to class 12 hours a week. I don't think I'm even at 30, 40 yet. Yeah. Okay. You still have time to go out, to go to the gym, to be involved in your school, to, to to not miss some of the home football games or home basketball games or home baseball games like mm-hmm. you you can do it all don't think so single-mindedly that I can just do school
1: only that's it all
0: because by the way that's a terrible idea too hell yeah if you just do school man and you just do the college experience now you come out you're 22 you're 23 and you don't have anything going
1: for you now go to school for four years then hop right into your master's try that out. That's a bad idea I know, too. I know.
0: Yeah, I I don't I don't in certain industries maybe. Yes, I know. certain industries maybe. But for most of us, especially in the business field, the marketing field, I'm the sales get, I'm field, I'm
1: going to get my MBA with zero real world job experience. Nope,
0: nope. Go go get two years at a minimum experience real world, then mm-hmm. come back. I promise you the MBA will mean more to you, yep. and you'll get more out of the experience uh, by by doing so. But no, if it, to counter this, and we can go ahead and end this episode. But to counter it, it's, it's the, the kids that go off at 18, and all they do is the sorority life. All they do is, is go to class. All they do is the Thursday night uh, dollar beer night. Mm-hmm. Right? All they do is pool day on Sunday fun day. And they graduate four years later, and they're the people that come down and sit down and interview with me, and they're bumbling idiots.
1: Hmm.
0: It's like, you know, you need some experiences. You need to go work. Put yourself in a professional environment. Join a mentorship program. Right? That's why I love mentoring out of UCF because the students who are coming to me raised their hand and said, yeah, I want to learn from someone who has 20 years experience of me. Like I want, to, I want to do a ride-along. I want to come sit in an office environment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? How awesome is that? They're raising their hand and wanting to be that. Those, those young adults are going to be so much further ahead than, than those that didn't put themselves in that situation. And I'll ask them, well, could we go through the interview process? I'm like, hey, on a scale of 1 to 10, how nervous are you? About a 7, 8. Yeah. I'm like, hey, don't be. I'm nobody to you literally i'm nobody to you i'm here to help you you have no reason to be nervous it's okay to be nervous right and that's the conversation that we always start with 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 the with the um the program and the interview process in order to get through the matching of mentee to mentor but my advice to anyone who is younger in their adult life even if you're nervous put yourself out there because you need to network you need to gain experience You need to make sure that when you go on an interview, you're super comfortable talking to what you would deem an adult. Mm -hmm. And you also have to treat yourself and act like you're an adult because you now are. You're 22. You're 23. You had that insurance policy called a college degree. Yeah, it's time to be an adult. But not too soon. Not too soon. It's a balancing act. That's what life's about. And it's about life experiences. Get out there and experience. Travel. Read. Get to know other people from other cultures and empathize with them. Just because it's different doesn't mean it's worse. And just because it's different doesn't mean it's better, it just means it's different. But understand the differences and understand the pros and cons, that's what life's about. Wow, well Yeah. And what I love about the loan officer position and being a mortgage banker, my whole job is networking and getting to know people. Yeah. I know more about more people and more cultures because I was forced to, from an industry standpoint, to interview and question individuals mm-hmm. about where they're coming from, where they're working, what are their financial goals, how can I help them. Okay. Shut up and listen and learn. That's all I have for today, John. That's great. That is all I have for today. Hopefully, I didn't get too soapboxy. I'm, I'm afraid I did. I'm, I'm, afraid ready to, I was... I'm ready to
1: go back to school now. Sign me up. I missed that. Well, I got you at Sunday Funday and Dollar Beer night, right? I ah, just forget, man. All the stuff I pay for now as an adult was like you had to pay for in college, but it was like there, like the gym and like activities and like yoga and stuff. That's all stuff you have to pay for separately a la carte when you get out of college, FYI.
0: Or anything think about like like the cool people you get to meet. Just like the, like the I, I love meeting people and learning about them. I love learning their story. Where do you come from? Where are right. you trying to go? Right. Sometimes they even say, how can I help you get there? It's
1: harder now when you're an adult. It's hard to make like friends that are like actually meaningful friends.
0: Well, but you don't know why, because you own a house, yeah. right? And with a
1: house comes a yard, yeah. And and
0: yeah. yeah, and with your house comes you having to fight with Sears Jesus over Christ. your don't um, get me started. Was it your refrigerator not working? Yep. By the way, I think you gave me that refrigerator disease because ours is not is working. It? What
1: is, is it? A stainless steel one? It's stainless steel. I is it Samsung, a bottom loader? Is Samsung. It? Oh yeah, don't it's bottom can't, bottom no. loader. Can't do it. Yep. Can't. Um, but like, no, ready. Right, you have a career. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, you can't just willy-nilly sleep till noon and then just get up and like, oh, you want to get the game? Yeah, I'll meet you at the student cafeteria.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's a certain experience of that 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 it becomes nostalgic for those of us that are further away from it. <laughs> if you're truly college bound and you have the ability to get that certificate, go away right. at least for two years. Yeah, do it. At least for two years. Look, if you want to stay home and do the AA thing, that's great advice. Mm-hmm. But uh, give yourself that. You'll thank me and thank yourself later. Go to school. Stay in school. And go for the right reasons, which is the experience, as well as obtaining the degree, but not the other way around. You can still graduate with C's, kids. I know for a fact. Uh, That is college, and then good luck going on to get your master's if you are in a certain program where that's going to (laughs) matter. Correct. Kids in high school, you are not college bound if you're trying to follow John Coleman's advice of C's get degrees.
1: Yeah. Sorry. All right. Very cool. Right. Hey,
0: he's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen. You've tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast. If you like what we're saying, you like what we're doing, please share us. Please like us. Leave us a comment. Hit him up. He is John Coleman. You can find his contact information on Google. You can find me on LinkedIn. I am Dustin Owen. And all of our social media handles are at the Loan Officer Podcast. That would work for TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. That's all the time we have for you now. We'll catch you in the next episode.